0: Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Oh. Ready? Oh. Yeah. Can I get a? Uh, Do you want more? Cooking raw with the Brooklyn. Ball.
2: Episode of the Alternative coming at you live. Thomas Remington Depesh, your host, uh, joined alongside co-host Ben Green and uh, a special guest. I'm not going to reveal the special guest right now, but I uh, I will say that he's going to bring a lot of sexual heat to this show. Uh, I'm going to throw it over, and uh, I think I'm just going to give it to Ben Green right now, the man everyone wants to hear from, fresh off of his uh, one point win in week two. Ben Green, what do you got for me? Yeah,
0: this is what I do. You know, everyone comes at me for my moves, blah, 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 blah. But once again, I lead the league in scoring. What else is new? Uh, this episode is mostly going to be me just mentally destroying Josh Pack um, for, you know, calling my moves embarrassing and trying to come at me. He is a perennial, uh, not even loser in this league, just kind of irrelevant, just kind of floats around in the middle. Uh, most of his teams aren't remembered really much at all, except he's known for Kissler. That's his fantasy football <laughs> legacy. It's Kistler. Uh Ever since me and the past have come into this league and made it a fresh 12, uh, his success has uh, really gone by the wayside. So um, I'm going to <laughs> mentally destroy him on this pod, then destroy him in the fantasy football world on Sunday, and then eventually destroy him on the hardwood. And I know that I have him <laughs> now because now I know he's not only physically weak, but mentally weak as well. So I think, you know... I think the sky's the limit for how much I can really just keep bitching packed here. So, I will okay, see well, him be- on Sunday, and uh, I look forward to, uh, to yeah, going 2-1. and one.
2: Yeah. So, before we get into what's to come, um, I just want to talk about what was for a second in uh, regards to Josh Pack. You know, it had been a while since I'd gotten a Woger win, and um, it just it felt really good to sip from the chalice of victory again uh, in Woger. And it felt even better knowing that I was drinking down Josh Pack's tears. Uh, simply a phenomenal victory. Derek Henry just came in and played like a man possessed. And um, I got what I paid for with him and then some. And uh, Pack crumbling down the stretch. Uh, still sitting in fifth place. We're going to get into the standings in a second here. Um, a lot of a lot of just kind of middling teams, but not I, – I would think um, – Couple, we have a couple oh and twos. We're going to talk about them. Um, from teams, I think I'm looking at the standings right now. From teams, eight through four are separated by less than ten points. Everyone at one and one. Uh, a lot going on in the standings. Uh, a lot, a lot of battles are about to go down this week. I think uh, the crispy Kareem has risen to the top a little bit early uh, with Madison's team at two and 0. Although he has, he hasn't exactly looked the part doing it um, another 2 and 0 team uh Darren Cohen Quality D special guest on the alternative Darren 2 and 0 what's good podcast. boy
1: how are you i'm great
2: man how are you let's I'm talk excellent. let's talk about the quality d bring it the yep. beat on this league
1: yep sitting 2 and 0 probably beat the the two people who think they're who say that they're best at fantasy and <laughs> just destroy them and i heard bg was talking a little shit about my team i didn't listen to the last podcast so uh yeah i'd love to chat
2: about that yeah let's, let's what do you have to say to ben green because ben green has been nothing but critical of your team uh, if you do go back and listen to prior episodes which i would encourage uh, as the host i feel i gave fields a little support i gave your qb situation a little support but bg uh bg has a lot of problems with this team and to go out and lay an egg like that in week two Darren what, what yeah, did you do? I mean
1: I'll be completely honest my QB situation is not as far from ideal um but Justin fields is uh starting this week so I'm a bit optimistic a bit more optimistic and uh, yeah my team has underperformed obviously I got two very lucky wins but um I got the low scoring games out of the out of the way and now I'm ready to roll. Okay, you're sitting at two and zero, oh and you have
2: the least amount of points scored. Do you think correct. you're punching? Do that you think you're correct. punching above your weight right now?
1: Um, not at all. I mean, uh, yeah. Everyone on my team, I mean, Kittle hasn't hasn't really performed like he like he's known to, and I had to I had to play, you know, I had to play, you know, Zach Wilson and Jameis Winston, um, so which are far from ideal, so. What what do you have
0: to say to the analytics nerds like Potter and Madison who will probably say that your team will regress?
1: Um, I disagree. I don't, I don't think it's going to regress. I mean, I got um, I'm going to make some some moves this week. Start some people that I wouldn't normally, <laughs> and uh, we'll see. I mean, only time will tell. Yeah, Darren sitting at two and zero. Oh, uh, currently
2: favored in the projections over the defending champ Lombardi Lenny. So you know. You could be in a lot worse spot than that, and uh, we're gonna go down. We're gonna go down and uh, talk about a couple of teams in a rough spot like that. We're gonna we're gonna play cause for concern. We're gonna go with objectively a fucking loser. I mean, it's it's objectively clear that this team is losing a lot of games this season. Oh uh, two, second least points in the league. Uh, already already a colossal disaster. Uh, and then we have Cup Half Fuller also sitting at oh two. Uh, recent team name switch by Fogno to try and motivate the troops. BG, what do you see here? (laughs) Um, Well, here's a theory.
0: So, you know, when Mike McCarthy was fired from the Packers, he had the whole thing where he went to, you know, basically an underground bunker and started watching film and whatnot. You know, Ruben was in Wisconsin for this game. (laughs) Potentially, maybe he was at this same bunker, you know, scrambling to watch film to save the season. And the game was just a cover-up. We'll never know. That's just a theory. But, um, I mean, his team, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look so bad on first glance, but second to last in point score through two weeks, uh, I don't think he's getting as much pop from the quarterback position as he thought he was going to get, obviously. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's not a bad team. It's just kind of... Sounds kind of dumb, but it's just worse
2: than all the other than all the other teams. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he could really use someone, um, some wide receiver help. Uh, he could no. use someone like Brandon Ayuk to step into the place where he's rostering Zach Pascal. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. But uh, Darren, I want to hear your thoughts. Brandon Ayuk, I thought the major trade.
1: Can we talk then, about? Can we talk about? Yeah, that trade? I want that I want to hear Darren's take on the retarded. trade. Now Over let here. me let
0: me let me talk about my trade first. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, Go. okay. The first floor is yours. All, um, well, first of all, let me talk about like well, guess the the logic of the trade. I think half or more of this league, simply for, to be honest, goes through the motions. They don't think about things that could potentially happen or that might happen. You got to take risks and you got to anticipate things happening to win fantasy. People get injured, and if you have those those replacements, you're gonna win. There also are probably about five to six players every single year who break out, and if you get those players, you'll win fantasy. On top of having a solid year. People like Pac, in all honesty, don't think ahead, and so what they do is is they'll wait for something to happen, and then they'll react instead of anticipating. So in this instance, I, don't, I thought, I'm like, okay, Ayuk had a zero. If Ayuk has another zero, then he's going to be worth nothing, a.k.a. right now. Well, you know what? There's idiots in this league, so maybe he's worth a lot. Who knows? But anyway... Ayuk is not worth anything. Um, And I'm like, okay, I have $100 on Eli Mitchell. Why not get the replacement for Eli Mitchell? I knew I couldn't get any other running backs because I tried. I went to Madison. And this isn't – I'm not, like, saying Madison is wrong for this. But Madison, uh, at least for what I had to offer, which the best thing was Mark Andrews, unless I wanted to offer A.J. Brown. I didn't want to. Um, I couldn't get a running back from him. So I went to – I went to a few other teams and I realized I couldn't get one. So I went after Mitchell and then, I mean, I don't think the trade is bad. It's the handcuff. And like I said, I think I And Everyone keeps saying I can could have gotten more, could have gotten more. I don't want guys. This is the bottom line too. I don't want guys on my bench who are like, just bo- who, who don't have any upside. Everyone on my bench is either a handcuff or someone who I need.
1: Bro, you what? have, you have four running backs on the 49ers. You, you realize that you can't play all of them. So, like, what are you going to do? First off, yeah. the, the, 49ers, the 49ers used all of their running backs. There's not like one guy that they give the ball to. Every presenter, they switch running backs. Before he
0: got hurt, it was all Mitchell. It was all Mitchell last week and it was all Mitchell this week.
1: Okay. And then next week, it could be someone else. So, who are you going to start? You're going to fuck yourself
0: hurt. over. Because Mitchell got hurt. It would have been Mitchell got, if Mitchell's going to play this week and if Mitchell didn't play this week, it would have been Hasty. But Hasty got hurt. I can't control that. Yeah. Everyone,
2: everyone's getting hurt. So when you talk about rostering handcuffs, A, there's four or five different handcuffs on this team. How
0: about Hasty had almost eight points this week and Ayuk had a
2: zero again?
0: Like, are we <laughs> just going to leave out that Ayuk literally has done absolutely nothing this year?
2: No, but I think, I think everyone in the league expects Ayuk to come on. I mean, Indeed. even a first round pick, it's not like they're going to sit him on the bench for the rest of the season. And I understand the logic where you say getting Hasty. And this is, this is where we're going to bring up the fact there's no guarantee that hasty is the handcuff none. And there wasn't last week when you made the trade either. And I think that's where a lot of people see the flaw.
0: I think hasty was the handcuff.
2: I mean, he was at least until he got hurt, but
0: I guess we can agree to disagree.
2: Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. I like the Jeff Wilson stash. Um, That's, that's something that is definitely going to come into play. The rest of this bench is nothing to write home about. Uh, Very curious to see how you're going to handle the flex position this week. If Mitchell can't go. If Mitchell can't go,
0: then I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be starting Hardman. Okay. That's the best I can do. It's next yeah. man up philosophy. Maybe I'll see who's available. But um, I think, you know, Hardman played well last week. He's got to score eventually with the Chiefs. He's not going to have zero touchdowns if he's on the field. So, I mean, that's another reason I traded Io because I have confidence in Hardman. And Hollywood looks good. And... You know, Woods and A.J. Brown, as long as they're healthy, are automatic plays. So. Yeah, it, it Hollywood very... does look
2: good. Hollywood Hollywood came in, and he looks really good, and he's been on point this season. If there's one player who the Ravens passing game is going to sustain, it's going to be Hollywood Brown. So not, not an awful stack, but um, this team leaves a lot to be desired. Going up against ranking, this is a toss-up. BG, what makes you so sure you're going to win? All right, and one last point is, again – If it was Ayuk for Hasty and I didn't have Eli Mitchell,
0: I agree that's insane. But because I had Eli Mitchell and because until they both got hurt, had 100% of the snaps, with Jeff Wilson stashed on IR and with an emergency Trent Cannon, I think it's worth it. And I don't think I'm losing the week or not making the playoffs because I traded Ayuk. So, anyway.
2: Okay,
1: let's see how it goes.
2: Yeah. Let's see how, let's see how it goes. Uh, we'll move on. I do want to pivot over to, uh, we're just going to go from the bottom of the standings and kind of work our way up here. I think, uh, cup half fuller, Rob Fogno, a couple of bad weeks. Um, BG, it looks like that, that L that he took to you really affected the team morale. Um, luckily he's got a smash spot, a little get well week against sunshine who, um, sitting at four is also punching very much above his weight. Um, Burt playing a little lineup deception here. He's not uh, he's not putting a receiver in for this matchup against Cup half fuller yet. But um, just looking at his bench, I don't even think it's going to matter. I don't see anyone on this team that's going to make a difference and really push Burt over the top to the win this week. Um, so a waiver wire acquisition of um, – was it Davis Mills? I think Burt just picked up Davis Mills this week. Uh, just, just reeks of desperation. And uh, you know, it's just one of it's just one of those things where is David Mills going to win you a league? No, he's not. And and what I forget what percentage of Fab was spent on him? I have to check it out. Um, I'll tell you
0: right now. Stand by.
2: Yeah, I'm going to check it out right now. It was six. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But it was pretty bad. You know, and um, I can't see him being worth six. Just like I can't see whoever he paid for. I think it was Garoppolo being worth six over the course of the season. I'm surprised he's not playing Garoppolo this week in what should be a shootout with the Packers. Like I said, maybe it'll change, but I, I don't expect it to make a difference in the final score. I think Cup have Fuller cruises this week. Um, gets gets back on top. You have Cup and Julio and that entire receiving core really turning around. Uh, Kam- a five from Kamara last week doing BG one more favor after getting him two championships. Uh, you just gotta wonder when does it end at this point, but uh, you know, that's I I don't expect that to happen the rest of the season. I think this team will rebound and be a playoff team. I can't say the same about objectively a fucking loser. Uh, this this team just this team just blows. So could <laughs> could we be looking at back to back last places for Brian and Darren? What do you think would be a suitable punishment for that?
1: Well, are we doing punishment or no? We we just after after me, it was just like yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> to I be fair, part. I came
1: in last uh, after you, and I
2: didn't do anything, and uh, neither did Brian. But yeah, I would like to bring a punishment back. And if you get last twice, it, it shouldn't even be a league punishment. You should just punish yourself. You should you should chastise yourself
1: somehow. You know, yeah, I don't know. We, if that we should we should definitely testicle. bring it back. Maybe two. Yeah, we should definitely bring it back. The last place punishment, hundred yeah. percent. But um, maybe we can come up with something mid season, like we tried last time.
0: Yeah, I don't mind, BG. I mean, I'll just say this is the difference between me and Ruben fantasy-wise. I went back-to-back championship. He goes in last place back-to-back years.
1: Oh, so, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit.
2: Direct call-out for Ruben if he's going to listen to the pod. Um, needs to. I think it's a call-out that he needs to hear, honestly, because this team is going nowhere fast. I, I respect the move to trade before, but uh, he's got a lot of work to do. So, Let's I think I can't, have, that.
0: I can't have my biggest rival in the basement. It's embarrassing for me by association. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's hardly a rivalry at that point. Um, let's let's go ahead and move on. I want to talk about Potter's team. A big week last week for Almond Milk is good, dropping one fifty-five um, on Elman, the defending champ. Uh, really out of nowhere. After week one, I thought this team was gonna blow. Um Comes back, comes back with a big win, plays Rondell Moore aggressively and gets twenty points out of it. Uh is that sustainable? Questionable. But uh it, it certainly worked last week.
1: I love Rondell Moore. He's great. Uh I guess he just has to figure out his uh R B two situation, but um yeah, I mean you got when you get twenty points from your defense that, that definitely helps a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of Darren, you got, you got 28 from that sweet, sweet Buffalo D that all the bitches loved last week. Oh yeah, right? Buffalo D. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to fuck some bitches up. Uh, next up WFT and, uh, WFT quarter quarterbacked by Taylor Heineke, uh, of our own Matt gold making the Heineke pickup, putting him in the lineup leading to direct (laughs) results last week. Um, with a 136-118 win over Angelino, who uh, BG, I think you have an interesting nugget about Angelino and his team. Yeah, I mean
0: it wasn't um, it may, it caused a little uh, fuss yesterday in the group, but <laughs> it's just you know something I noticed just kind of off the naked eye that he was the high scorer week one and then the low scorer week two, and at least off the top of my head, I don't I don't think that's happened. We'll see what happens week three because opposite, I thought Potter was kind of gonna go downhill and Angelino was kinda kinda go off and then the opposite happened. So we'll see what happens week three. Well, I
1: actually I actually like Angelino's team a lot. Uh I think he has the best team in the league. If he wow. figures out Yeah he figures out his RB two like James Conner or something like that. He is he he also has Teddy B on the bench. Yeah. Um so I think Arthur, he is a great fucking team. And for the record, everyone kinda of, well, I had him
0: I definitely had myself I think and Angelino was one of my six playoff teams on our first pod. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was uh, Mahomes is, is hard to beat. And Hawkinson could finish potentially as, like, tight end
2: one. Yeah. yeah. Hawkinson, Hawkinson looks great for all the, uh, for all the smack <laughs> we've given him on the pod. It looks like the 19 is going to be well worth it. Uh, you said, Darren, you mentioned Angelino needs to figure out his RB2. I think he needs to figure out his RB1. I mean, I mean Clyde Clyde putting up a two six. Clyde is in deep, he, deep trouble in that backfield.
1: Yeah, I thought he was, I thought Clyde was gonna have a sick season and he like the first two weeks he's been awful. So he might just be a bad running back, but I think he's gonna turn it around. If he gets if he gets production out of Clyde Edwards Alaire, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. It
2: could be it could be the missing piece. Uh, there was a lot missing last week. I mean, you can't just you can't play Marcus Callaway and expect success. Um, Cooper Cooper getting hurt really derailed him. Uh, I think Cooper put up forty against me and then three against fucking Gold. But um, Gold's team Gold's team Kyler masks a lot of the flaws I see on this team. But if you're going to be flexing Jamal Williams weekly, um, Kenyon Drake is the RB two. I I don't see how it's going to work, but um, you know, anytime gold can win this week when Calvin Ridley and Tyreek Hill combine for less than 20 points and a one from, from KJ Hamler, I think he's walking away happy. I think, you know, I think um, it's not, it's certainly far from an A, but um, he he passed the test. He passed the test. You know, you're not going to want to hang that one on the fridge, but uh, it was a gritty, it was a gritty and well-earned win for professor gold.
1: Oh yeah. Let's go. I'm rooting for gold. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is Gold your boy? Gold is my boy. You're my boy six.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh, so not only do we have Darren on the podcast, we have him making Gold's day as well. Fantastic, fantastic work all around here. Uh, let's pivot. Let's pivot on to. Um, let's go to. Let's go to BG. I mean, you're next in the standings. You're in ninth place with. Uh, Sitting at two seventy six points four. I think we've discussed your team in depth. Um, yeah, we're but, gonna go. Let's let's go to let's go to the let's go to the, go to the matchup with Pack. Actually, I just want to break that down for for one second here. I like my matchup. Uh,
0: I got all the Ravens guys going against Detroit. I got um... yo facing
1: all those Raven guys is scary. You have Lamar and. Hollywood and and Andrews, that's fucking scary. Yeah, and it was and watching the Gus Ravens too. game on like Sunday night, I was shitting my pants. All right, Gus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, packed, guaranteed a win last week. I wouldn't be surprised if he does the same this week. Um, he's he, it looks like he's got the horses to really compete, but for whatever reason, this team's just not putting up the projected points, and and he's not he's not getting enough out of Jonathan Taylor. Last week, I think Dak has had probably one of his lowest – what will be one of his lowest weeks of the season. Um, I think you can expect him and, and Lamb to show up big against the Eagles. But uh, to be determined, you know, that the, his season is going to ride on that stack. And so far, it's uh, he's 1-1 one and one for a reason.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of worried about Hines a little bit because I was feeling good after week one, but week two, we didn't really do anything, but –
2: yeah, that backfield is a mess, man. I think Ty- I think Taylor's the only one you can count on there. Hines is he's great for when the team falls behind, but like even the backfield, like when you even bring in Wentz, like, like no one knows what you're going to get out of him if he's healthy, if he's not. Eason looked like a mess when he came into the game. Like I'm fading basically every Colt except my boy Michael Pittman on the bench, who got 12 targets, who will see his time. But um, th- I that's an offense that for the most part I want no part of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you look like you need a trade for a running back, BG. Just drop, just drop Eli Mitchell and let's go. Hit me up. Put wow. you out. I mean, Darren's got
2: Josh Jacobs on the bench right now. A questionable yeah. Josh Jacobs, not to mention Sony Michelle just sitting there. Um, yeah, I got Darren. Any it. thoughts on will you be putting Sony Michelle in if uh, if Henderson sits this week?
1: Oh, 100 percent.
2: Love it. Yeah, should be a high scoring matchup against the Bucks. Um, I I'm somewhat intrigued by the Cordero Patterson flex that you're doing right now. It's ballsy, dude. It's it's really ballsy, but you gotta play like that to beat league champion Lombardi Lenny.
1: Listen, Cordero Patterson was getting all the touches last game and they're playing the Giants D. So I'm just rolling with Cordell. He's gonna be uh he's gonna get his touches and he can do some dangerous things.
2: Yeah, I feel that. I feel all of the Giants' slander. Realistically, I think this game is going to shoot out, and we're going to see what happens with um, with Galladay. I think Galladay could have a big week this week. Uh, a lot of yelling at Jason Garrett. I, that was hysterical to watch on the sidelines to see the Giants just completely implode last week. Uh, I don't know how many different ways they can lose games, but it seems like they find a new one every single week. And, uh, and I, I'm here for it. Yeah,
1: Coach Garrett. <laughs> Coach Garrett. Nice. Is Dalvin it's is Dalvin Cook questionable or he's he's gonna suit up?
2: I'm gonna think it's just a veteran rest day, uh, you know.
1: So he did get it, dinged up. So
2: yeah, the, the blurb says Coach Mike Dim- Zimmer doesn't seem worried. So we'll okay. we'll see what happens there. Uh, does Elman roster Alexander Madison? He does not. He does not. Wow, wow. Um, taking taking gigantic swings here, Sam Elman uh i darren this matchup it says you i like elman's team when i'm looking at it i think he he's gonna get he's so boom or bust where like he's gonna get nothing out of Corey davis or he's gonna get like 30 points and same thing with tyson williams i feel like and um that's those are the only two weak spots i don't love baker but um i as a qb2 you can do a lot worse i guess Elman also picking up, um, picking up San Francisco RB Jacques Patrick, uh, latest latest addition to that um, handcuff <laughs> kerfluffle. So, yeah, oh, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there.
1: Who the but... fuck is Jacques Patrick? <laughs>
2: Does anyone know uh, who that is? I, I do know because I picked him up in the Dynasty League. He's just he's a flyer. He was in the XFL um i read the yahoo blurb honestly and i picked him up so BG, as much as as much as you love to shit on everyone for just acting by the blurb that's exactly what i did uh in the dynasty league not woger but you know it looks like elwin did the same thing here
1: okay good for him so,
2: yeah it's a lottery ticket it's a lottery ticket and it's early enough in the season where you can fire these shots and hold these guys on the bench and see what happens elwin looks like he's doing the same thing with lev bell uh, whatever he's doing, I know he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. So,
1: oh, a hundred percent. Yeah,
2: we're no we're thing. gonna see it. We're gonna see it. Um, BG, give me a pick for this game: Darren versus Elman.
0: Um, I'm gonna go Darren. I'm worried about Elman's team. Um, wow,
2: a complete 180 from
0: from two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like uh, Field coming in for, for um, for Dalton. I think. Potentially jumpstart the team. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about Jameis. I'm not worried. I'm actually excited because I have New England defense. So I think maybe <laughs> they can get a pick six this week.
1: But... Yeah. Jameis fucking sucks.
2: Yeah, dude. That was – I think week one was more of an anomaly than the it norm. one. I think we're all, definitely we're all in was. agreement there. I didn't hate the draft pick when you took it. But um, I, after, seeing, after seeing his performance against Carolina, you, you, got, a, you got some serious question marks there. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh,
2: Another team with a lot of question marks, Sunshine. Uh, Sunshine playing against Cuphead Fuller. You know, Burt put up the most points in the league week one, and he let everybody know about it, Uh, or at least he let me know about it. He texted me separately. And (laughs) um, looking at his team, it's hard to see how he did that, really with uh with the reliance on rookie receivers and rookie and a rookie quarterback it's just, it's not going to lead to fantasy wins uh going up against Fogno this week uh we you know we're, we're going to see what happens but i think i've made my thoughts known on that matchup i think i think Fognow wins that one pretty handily don't want to put the jinx on him but uh that's exactly what i'm doing uh for for someone concerned with top-notch vibes i think um i think we can go down and list this position by position and i don't see any top-notch players anywhere
1: you know no. i see
2: i see top-notch volume when it comes to Mixon and elliott but i don't think either of those guys are going to give you the results that you want um echelar phenomenal player even golf was golf was a good buy i think at one or two or whatever the fuck he paid for him but uh when you're, when you're talking about Jared Goff being a, a useful aspect to your team, I think the writing is on the wall here for, for a subpar season from Burt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, his running backs are sick, but um, starting two rookie wide receivers and, I don't know, Gronk's been playing well, so we'll see.
2: Darren, if you had to make a power ranking of, like, your boys in this league, where would Fink, where would Fink go?
1: I love Fink. Fink Fink texts me during when I play him, and he's super nice. Um, Fink's up there. Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. Nothing but good vibes. Super nothing nice guy. Yeah. He really yeah. Is. Yeah. 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 We 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 love Fink on the podcast for sure. So yeah, uh, yeah friend friend of the pod, Burt Fink. Uh, it's when it comes to bashing his team, it's it's nothing personal. It's just strictly business. And uh, speaking of a team that's been strictly business, we have Crispy Kareem's here. First place going up against Potter. I'm going to call this the game of the week because I think Potter's team wow. looks a lot better with Odell in the lineup, and um, he just he has a serviceable player at every position. You know, you go through he's he doesn't have a kicker at the moment, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure that'll change. You you just go down the line on this team and you say, okay, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, great top two receivers. If Odell hits a three, yeah. that's a that's a monster. And then obviously yeah. he's got CMC, not only an RB one, the RB one. Gaskin right now qualifies as an RB two. Um, Bills Bills locked him down, but that's going to happen to a lot of backs this year. The Dolphins also have a putrid offensive line. Uh, I was able to see that firsthand. It looked like a deer in the headlights. Really, uh, it was it was just glorious to watch that game. But uh, I like I'm picking up what Potter's putting down here. BG, yeah, what think, are your
1: thoughts on this match? But Darren, go ahead. Go ahead. I think he should start um Henry Ruggs or or, or more um up in the flex. He is good wide receivers. His wide re- receivers are sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like his team. Great yeah. wide receivers. He can make a trade for a running back easily.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And it, honestly, I look at Madison's bench, I see a lot of te- I see a lot of guys on Madison's bench who are very tradable assets right now. Um,
1: yeah, they both, you they know, both these have a deep, deep team. Yeah,
2: 100%. 100%. BG, what do you think about this matchup? What do you think about Mad- the Madison-Perry dynamic uh, at the top of the league?
0: Um, It's okay. not a huge <laughs> fan. But I will yeah. say, I think um, the one uh, chink in the armor here is his QB2. He's Because he has a deep team, but there's teams like Angelina who have two really good quarterbacks and they're going to be tough to beat. And I think having Jones and big Ben for now, obviously Jones has been really good, but the whole season that's kind of risky. Anything can happen. Ben can be out for the year. And then all of a sudden he'll have to trade some of these assets for a quarterback. And then his team won't be so deep anymore, or he won't be able to get a quarterback. Um, and I guess he can play some of these guys in that flex position. Cause it doesn't have to be a quarterback, but I think that's the one thing that, would concern me if I was him if when I get to the playoffs but on a week-to-week basis he probably will be in first place I'd say until then yeah uh, just because Follow- especially when we hit the bye weeks he'll be able to sub
2: people in right yeah. yeah. as a follow-up how do you feel how do you feel about the uh the Hewitt hammer Darren Cohen in Madison occupying the top two spots oh well yeah and even myself it's a five and one it's five and one combined for our yeah.
1: uh, no, oh, you're from Woodmere, bro. Relax.
0: Yeah, so is Madison.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Relax. I always, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a lot of a lot of Long Island at the top. Uh, I can't say I feel fantastic about that, but you know, my team is up and coming, and um, there were a lot of questions
1: asked of us week two, and uh, now a lot a lot has been answered. So I have a question for BG. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're two weeks in pick you've seen how how um how teams are doing pick your team to win the league right now you can't pick yourself
0: well i mean that stipulation changes everything but <laughs> i will say if i had to pick a team
2: you can't pick your ninth place self
1: <laughs>
2: um... <laughs> probably oh,
0: shit uh I'd have to go
2: with Madison right now. Okay.
1: Okay. It's, okay. it's,
2: it's fair. It's fair enough. Um, it it actually also changes things for me a lot if you can't pick yourself. Um, I I like, dude. I might even go with Potter's team. I know he's sitting in ten. Wow. I'm just looking at this team, and I I, I really like this team. Um, if Matt Ryan can be a serviceable QB two for him, he's in a great spot. And, yeah. And, and that's a big if. Because Ryan's through two weeks, Ryan's looked absolutely washed. But um, just looking ahead, yeah, I think I think Potter has a chance to really skyrocket up the rankings. I know he's been um, borderline irrelevant in Woger for years now. So uh, any any kind of chance for him to step it up, I think I think this might be the year we see Potter make a deep run into the playoffs. Wow. Um, I don't think Potter has Potter been in the playoffs since he won the league in twenty fifteen. He probably has. Yeah. He probably he probably has, but um, but it it's been a while, you know. It's been a while. It's been a really long time. So, okay. yeah, I like I like Potter's team. I also I'm with you guys on Angelino's team. We're gonna dive into that matchup right now. Post Mahomes, White, Hawkinson going against objectively a fucking loser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> clear 60 40 favorite just based on the projections angelino's team right now uh
1: wow. feels a
2: feels about right to me that angelino would win this game going away but uh know, yeah, we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens
1: yeah i'll go with angelino on this one too i just picked yeah. into Yahoo. Yeah. yeah um three versus
2: 12 you know and uh I don't know. Maybe we can dedicate a whole episode to what's going wrong with Ruben's team, but we're not. We're not going to do that right now. We already picked him apart. I mean, to take a loss on a day when Jones goes for forty points and, and you're at the game, that's Oof, that's, that's gotta hurt, I... You know, yeah. that's 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 really gotta hurt. But um, okay, okay. Looks like we've gone through. Looks like we've gone through everything, Darren. Do you have some thoughts um, on where on where your team is? Uh, do you have anyone that you would like to shout out on this podcast?
1: Uh, no, I'm actually not going to go the hate route. I love everyone here. And, um, yeah, my team, um, you know, let's just uh, step up our game and we'll be fine. I'm just trying to make the dance, you know. Not trying to yeah. be second all the way through. Just make the dance. Yeah, fair enough, BG um
0: yeah i mean i just would like to call out josh pack (laughs) (laughs) and just remind him that you know welcome him to the marvel cinematic universe and just welcome him that yeah he's trapped in here with me until you know at least sunday maybe monday (laughs) um, yeah i just i want to mentally destroy him as much as possible between now and then so i'll be brainstorming can you give us some examples um I mean I have some gifts and some memes potentially lined up. I have to... <laughs> they're, they're, they're in the beginning stages, but they haven't been um they haven't been put into production yet. But okay. uh, we're circling the wagons on some ideas here. And because uh, I just want to rattle him. I mean I've even been considering, you know, maybe having packed Decide who to put in my flex, things like that. Because wow, ultimately that's a
1: bold move. Or after, yeah.
0: I'm, you know, it's too bad I'm not two and zero because I don't want to give away a week. <laughs> if, maybe even put in Hasty into my lineup and beat him with the goose egg from Hasty, just to prove
2: that, that, would, be good is, that, is that would be message. Is that call out know. BG? Is is that is that something that's definitely happening?
0: Mm, no, that's definitely not happening. But... Okay. I really want to do
2: it. <laughs> I wanted it, dude. How does it feel going into Week Three with with a goose on the waiver budget too? You know, I just I haven't seen I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of weird. But again, I'm yet
0: to see um, really anyone. I think as long as Eli's healthy, and it's a big if, he'll at least get the carries while he's healthy. And I and I and I think Jeff Wilson will get in the mix when he's back. So I'm I'm still fine with it. It has a cost – I haven't regretted it yet. And no regrets, baby. Because of Darren. I was certain Darren was going to max out. He always does.
2: Darren, what did you bid?
1: Um, I don't know. I was thinking about going going all in on him just because I uh, – You
2: uh, had Mostert.
1: Yeah, exactly. I had – my lost Mostert. I was thinking about it, and then I was like, fuck that. Fuck the San Francisco 49ers backfield. And, I don't know, I think I put like 20 bucks, which was – uh nothing. So so yeah.
2: Well um uh, that's that's fair enough. Uh I I do agree that with most in you needed to put in a big bid. Um I think I think Mitchell's been the only real target worth worth ever going in for so far. So uh we'll see. Yeah, I'm still sitting pretty with a hundred waiver. Um We'll see. We're we're definitely going to use it to make some moves in the coming weeks here. So uh, just just stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. And by the uh, way, I
1: start I started this trend of of balling out all your waiver money and everyone yeah. shit on it, and now everyone's doing it apparently. So who'd you do it for last year? Dave? I think it was Mike Williams. Yeah, that was like two years ago. I spent seventy five on Mike Williams, and uh, yeah, I mean he he was good, but you know everyone shit on me for that. You know, anytime you spend a lot of money, everyone's going to shit on you. So.
2: Yeah, well, we've all been to T-Stone with Deco. We know we know he's not afraid to ball out and drop those hundreds <laughs> like it's not All right,
1: boys, my food just got here. I'm starving, so uh, can I go? Yeah, probably a good time
2: as any to wrap. Uh, thanks oh, for okay. coming on, Darren. Awesome. Appreciate You're welcome. you. Uh, BG, Peace. any last comments?
0: No, it's just oh, a big week. A um, it's pretty uh, competitive so far. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah,
2: uh, well, we're heart pounding, nonstop, see your pants action. Uh, it's been it's lived up to the hype through week two. Uh, we got a long we got a long way to go, and uh, I'm just happy to be along for the ride with everybody. So stay loose, stay frosty, uh, Brian Rubin, Stay in last place. I'm coming for <laughs> you guys. I'm coming for your ass, pack.